This is the Sunday Worship Podcast. Hello and welcome to Good Friday Worship on Salvationist Radio. I'm Beth Gibson from Territorial Headquarters and it's really special to be with you on this significant day. Our guest speaker is Colonel Janine Main, our Territorial Secretary for Leader Development. We'll be hearing from Colonel Janine later. But at the start of this time of worship together, a day when we remember the brutal death and suffering of Jesus, let's pause and enter this solemn time together with a call to worship. Slowly, we come to worship on this Holy Friday. Reluctantly, we hear the story of Jesus' suffering. Bleakly, we follow Jesus to the cross. Humbly, we acknowledge our part in his passion. Deeply, we yearn to understand the depth of this sacrifice. Solemnly, we gather this day to pray and worship together, giving thanks for our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Our Bible reading is taken from Matthew chapter 27, starting at verse 45, the death of Jesus. From noon until three in the afternoon, darkness came over all the land. About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lemma sabachthani, which means My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing there heard this, they said, He's calling Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran and got a sponge. He filled it with wine vinegar, put it on a staff and offered it to Jesus to drink. The rest said, Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. And when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, the rocks split and the tombs broke open. The bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs after Jesus's resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. When the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, Surely he was the Son of God.
So as you tune into this Good Friday thought, you might be expecting some kind of meditative, reflective opportunity to place yourself at the cross, perhaps participating in some way in the suffering of Jesus, meditating on the pain he endured to be the perfect sacrifice for our sins. But this morning I was kind of more challenged to ask with the greatest respect the question, so what? What does the cross mean to you? What impact does the cross have on you? Do you experience the power of the cross on a regular basis? This isn't the so what about the sacrifice of Jesus, but the so what does the sacrifice mean? What does the suffering and pain of Jesus mean to each of us when Good Friday's over? Because here's the thing, we know the story. We know the right answers. We know that the blood of Jesus shed on the cross is the atonement for our sins. We have been redeemed, but so what? The so what for me, the so what of the pain and suffering and death of Jesus on the cross is that it breaks the strongholds of the world that so easily take hold and take control when I don't claim the power of the cross. It's about what I'm free from. You know those free from aisles in the supermarkets? You know, where you can get the free from gluten, free from sugar, free from dairy. Well. 
I kind of want you to imagine yourself standing in front of those shelves and instead of taking things off the shelf to put in your basket, the so what of the cross, the power of the cross, enables us to take the things out of our baskets, out of our lives, out of the things that we carry around with us and put them back on the shelf, so to speak. The so what of the cross means that we no longer have to carry around those things, this, those ways of the world, the hold that so many things seem to have over us. We can lay them at the foot of the cross where Jesus has died, where he has broken the hold, so we can be free from them. The suffering and the death of Jesus, the so what of the cross, is that we can be free from sin, an old-fashioned word perhaps, but still a really 21st century issue. Sin, those behaviours that hurt us or, or hurt others or hurt God. Well, it's certainly still very much my issue. And in Colossians chapter 3, verses 5 to 10, Paul the Apostle names some of these sins, these things, these behaviours that hurt us and hurt others, things that take hold of us and can contaminate us. Sexual immorality, impurity, lust and evil desires and greed, which is idolatry, anger, rage, malice, slander and filthy language from our lips. And he says, do not lie to each other. These kind of describe our lives before the power of the cross has taken them away. They are the sins that are as real today as they were when the Apostle Paul was writing about them. And if they rear their ugly head in your life from time to time, then this is the so what of the cross. It offers us freedom from the old way to a new way of life. That new way of life is also outlined by Paul in Colossians when he says we could pick up compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness and patience, forgiveness and love. So we can be free from those sins that so easily entangle us. We can put them back on the shelf. You can also be free from a life of addictions and don't sit there thinking you don't have any. Because I'm not just talking about the obvious ones, which we automatically think about, alcohol, drugs, pornography. Although let's not be naive enough to think that those aren't relevant even to a Salvation Army listener. But what about addiction to work, perhaps, or addiction, addiction, to, addiction to being busy, to self-importance, to food? even to exercise and fitness, anything that ends up taking over our lives and controls everything else we do. And again, in Colossians, Paul says that we've been raised with Christ, so if that's the case, set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. The so what of the cross, the power of the cross, is that you can be free from the trappings of this world, the addictions that we get caught up in. Set your heart and your mind on things above. Let the pain and the suffering of Jesus on the cross release you 
and free you from the things you've become trapped into or addicted to. And then you could be free from searching and aimlessness. I stood on the train platform recently and read this advert for a 10-week evening course at the London School of Economics and Science. The course was for those who are looking for meaning in life. You see, people are searching, and maybe you're one of them. Searching for purpose, for fulfilment, for satisfaction. The so what of the cross is that it offers us life in all its fullness. The cross gives meaning to our lives and takes away from the meaningless, endless search for satisfaction in materialism or consumerism or individualism. I remind you of those words of Paul, set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. There is where you will find all that you need for purpose and meaning. And then finally, you can be free from the limitations of earth. The so what of the cross is that it brings us into the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is not just heaven when we die, but eternal life here and now. A new way of life, a life in God's kingdom, away from the way of this world, away from the need for competition or climbing the ladder or the search for power and status. The so what of the cross is living the life with God in his kingdom now. The cross takes us away from the things of this world to the things in God's world. Not, not earthly things, but to a life that's hidden with Christ in God. So there we have it. The so what of the cross means we're free from. Free from this world and given an opportunity to live a different kind of life. A life that's different from those we work with, live with, shop with, swim with, run with, play golf with. The so what of the cross for you and me today is that it provides a path to a new life. A life where we're free from sin, the things that hurt us and others. Free from being caught up in addictions, free from searching for meaning in life and free from the limitations and restrictions of the things of this world. Bringing us into a new life where God reigns. Where what is inside is more important than all that's on the outside and around us. Where the invisible things like truth and honesty and grace and mercy are far more important than all that we hold on to in the visible world. So as we metaphorically stand or kneel at the foot of the cross, witnessing the suffering and pain and death of Jesus, I say to us all, so what? So what difference does it make? How many of you feel trapped in a world where your work dominates? How many of you are in some kind of financial difficulty or debt? How many of you are caught up in a competitive world of power and control between brother and sister or husband and wife, boss and employee, parent and child? How many of you caught up in a relationship that's not right, that's unhealthy, unhelpful, even immoral? How many of you feel that you're wandering aimlessly through life, wondering what it's all about? Why am I here? What's the point? How many of you are shopaholics, workaholics, chocaholics, 
exerciseaholics, pornaholics, alcoholics, dependent on something for your excitement to make life more bearable. How many of us are desperate for just something else, something more? The so what of the cross means that you have the opportunity to live a different kind of life. The so what of the cross means it's no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. That nothing else is important, only to seek first the kingdom of God, so that it's Christ before me, Christ beside me, Christ behind me, Christ in me. So my prayer for us all this morning is that we will reflect on, so what? Reflect on the fact that Jesus has paid the price for our freedom, that we are free from, and we can live a life free from all that the trappings, live a life here and now with God by the Spirit's power and presence within. God bless you. An Easter poem by Gwyneth Ray from Rock Ferry. Are you among those jeering crowds who mock and scorn my Lord? Are you among the soldiers with cruel nails and with thorns who made him a crown? Are you like Pilate who washed his hands of the injustice? Like Mary with a broken heart? Or are you uplifted like the cross of Calvary, with arms outstretched to a world of shame? King of kings, Lord of lords, we adore you, we worship you and glorify your holy name. Thank you for joining us in Good Friday Worship. May God bless you.